Hey y'all, I'm Janelle Yarbrough and welcome to Bloggers and Friends. This is your podcast for discussions around relevant topics and experiences that resonate with the culture. For those of you who roll with me, you know we talk a lot about embracing the possibility of change. We'll continue to touch on that and lots more. Sound good? Word. Let's get into it. Hey, y'all. How are we doing today? I hope that everyone is well and that each of you have been able to dig into life's goodie bag and pull out a little love and laughter. I mean, don't we all want a piece of that? Y'all know what it is. (laughs) We're going to start off by doing a location shout out and show some love to the places our listeners are tuning in from. Today's shout out goes to Hoff, Germany, Monroe, North Carolina, Milford, Massachusetts, in Salisbury, Maryland. I appreciate you tuning in to all of you in this Fear Not the Journey and Bloggers and Friends community, both new and returning. Thank you for being here with us today. As usual, I am grateful. Speaking of this community, y'all, let's continue to grow this community. Don't stop. Get it. Get it. Go on ahead and share this podcast with your friends, family, other loved ones, and coworkers, all of them. <laughs> Say it with me, y'all. You never know. This just may be the podcast they didn't know they needed. You feel me? And there are lots of ways to share now. You can click share directly from the podcast and post to your social media pages, or you can copy the link and send it uh, directly to your people via text message. Sharing is caring. <laughs> now, I'm not going to sit here in front like I have not been MIA for a few weeks. I'm not really going to speak to it. We all know what's going on in and around the platform conversation. Um, I'm just going to leave that there. Just know that um, there are some things that I'm working on also. So um, getting in to the topic for the week. Okay, y'all. For anyone tuning in today who is a Blazer fan, Portland Trail Blazers fan that is. (laughs) I'm checking in on y'all. Y'all good? (laughs) Woo, child. I know, I know. It has been a hell of a few months, but specifically a hell of a few weeks, right? I know that we are used to holding our breath and letting out sighs of exhaustion. Uh, We live through a range of emotions during one game, right, y'all? We go from frustration at halftime to screaming at the top of our lungs and jumping for joy for the rally in the fourth. (laughs) Yep. That's the story of our lives. We have been on quite the journey. Organizational changes, coaching changes, and player changes. Now, some may say that the life of a Blazers fan is all about riding a nonstop roller coaster of emotional highs and lows. But honey, listen, I think we all felt a major shift brewing this year, right? We all knew that there were major moves to be made in order to not just salvage, but build or I guess I should say rebuild um, a team that can be a true contender in the West um, that can be a defensive force and an offensive threat with the hopes of leading us deeper into the playoffs, maybe conference champs or who knows NBA champions. (laughs) A girl can be hopeful, right? (laughs) We have rolled with the same two star players starting together for the past seven years And for those jumping in to correct me, 
I said starting together, not just playing together, okay? (laughs) I know that they played together for about nine years, okay? Got it. (laughs) The dynamic backcourt duo, that's right, our very own Dame and CJ. I think after playoffs last year, everyone saw what was on the horizon. The thought of newness and change was both nerve-wracking and exciting. I mean, considering the possibilities and the unknown, right? And as we approached the trade deadline this year and the trades commenced, we watched as Portland began trading big, Norman Powell, hey Norms, and Robert Covington, Rocco, to the LA Clippers. I think all Blazer fans in that moment said to themselves in various ways, and so it begins. The Blazers organization already put everyone on notice by saying that no one is off the table other than Dame. (laughs) I hear that. I think everyone (laughs) knew what was coming. We just didn't necessarily trust that the organization would make the ballsy move that they needed to in order to create the shift this team, this city, these fans wanted, hell, needed. Say that twice. Then it happened. (laughs) Two days before the trade deadline, it was announced that CJ had been traded. Talk about inquiring minds want to know, honey. (laughs) Me and my family were texting back and forth like gossiping school kids, tossing around scenarios, trying to think about what the thought process was behind some of the choices. And then a few things happened that began putting things into perspective for me. It hit home for me because I began connecting what I was seeing to my own mindset and extracting the lessons and gems that began speaking to me and resonating with me. I was inspired and taken back. What started as fanning out from my team quickly turned into a beautiful demonstration of embracing the possibilities of change. Come on, fear not the journey. Y'all down to (laughs) chop it up with me about this? I mean, I'm here. Let's do it. Okay, work. Let's do it then. Now, I know some of y'all might be like, Janelle, when did you start talking sports? Well, I didn't. (laughs) I am in no way anything more than a basketball fan, okay? And specifically, I am a writer for my home team, the Portland Trailblazers. Did I say that kind of in an announcer voice? No, not really. Mission failed. (laughs) So I'm not out here trying to talk the talk like I know about the deep technicalities of the sport or the politics of the business. But one thing I'm going to do is sweat my blazers, win or lose. I believe this is where we say period. (laughs) But what I want to shift the conversation to is this letter that CJ wrote to the city of Portland after making the move uh, over to the Pelicans. This was not a two-paragraph thank you letter, okay? This was a thoughtful, intentional, and reflective appreciation letter. Hell, it was really a love letter. Y'all know I'm a sap. I see no lies. And I am here for a good story. (laughs) Honey, this letter was it for me. It was classy, intimate, humble, and vulnerable. He dove into his journey as a young professional player uh, coming into the league and his dreams and desires to be great. He talked about the special relationships that he had with his teammates, the affection he had for the city, 
and the brotherhood he had with Dame. He talked about growing up through this team, uh, struggles and triumphs, right? He shared the sentimental ways with which he planted roots, establishing a life, becoming a husband and a father, and launching business ventures. He really created a footprint for himself and became part of this city. Rip City became home. And he painted a beautiful and heartwarming picture of that with words. What struck me most about this letter, I guess, was the way that he described the days leading up to the trade. Um, He wrote in his letter, It's actually funny because the night before the trade went down, I was in the locker room with Dame and we were just cracking jokes and talking. And right as I was about to go into the steam room, my phone rang. And if you know me, then you know I always have it on Do Not Disturb, except with everything going on around the deadline, I put my agent in favorites so his calls would go through no matter what. So when the phone rang, it was like that horror movie kind of ring. Everybody stopped. I looked down at my phone and I saw that it was him. And Dame just looking at me like, oh damn, is this it? Is it really happening? We had been talking about the trade rumors for so long that it was almost like a joke to us, you know? It was like we had talked about it because it was just too much. It wouldn't sink in. I'm like, hold on, let me see what's going on. I might be right back. I went out into the hallway and my agent told me that things were coming together with New Orleans, but that it wasn't a done deal yet. He told me to hold tight. So I walked back in the locker room like, not yet. I'm still here, bro. (laughs) He went on to say, "Um, we were laughing uh, because what else can you do? Obviously, when I left the building that night, I knew that might be the last time we were all together. But it was cool to be able to leave on my own terms and not get the call in front of everybody or have somebody come pull me out of practice. No. The way everything went down was perfect. We have a one-month-old at home, so you can count the REM sleep on one hand at that moment. The next morning at 6 a.m., me and my wife got up to feed Lil' Man, and it was kind of fitting and kind of poetic, honestly, because we're sitting there in the house that we built in this city that we love so much, and the sun's not even up yet, and I'm half asleep and holding my son in my arms. All the dads out there know why this moment is hard to put into words. Right then, my phone rings. At 6 a.m., you already know who it is. I pick up, and it's my agent, and he tells me the deal is finally done. I'm going to New Orleans for real. The news would probably break in a few minutes, so get ready. And I remember just sitting there with my wife, and little man is all quiet, and everything in the house is peaceful and my phone isn't blowing up yet, and we're just looking at each other like, wow, okay, what now? This is not just business. Portland is home. You don't spend nine years in a place like this without it having a deep impact on you. I'm not talking about basketball. I'm talking about your soul. I'm not crying. You're crying. Oh my gosh, right? Uh, That's not the whole letter. Oh, no, 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 y'all. That is a small 
tiny piece of the, that's why I'm telling y'all that y'all got to read the full letter. That is just a tiny piece of that letter. You know, if y'all haven't read it, y'all just need to, you have to, you must. <laughs> and here's why. Like he said, it's not about basketball. I read this and thought it's about our approach to life and our ability to manage inevitable change or change period, right? Basketball uh, is the vehicle that assisted in delivering this message, but honey, trust and believe there is a whole entire message, okay? (laughs) I must have processed this letter and the whole trade itself for a few days. Um, I was so struck and touched, and I think some of my feelings beyond just being a whole human girl and being a whole Pisces... (laughs) are because I am currently at a place where I too am creating space and preparing for change. I think that sometimes people underestimate the importance of awareness and a balanced mindset that um, allows you to turn the page, um, closing a chapter with gratitude, understanding, and a newfound perspective. And at the same time, I said same time, right? feeling excitement about the possibilities that lie ahead, right? He talks in the letter about knowing the trade was happening. He could have handled this many of different ways, but what he did was begin engaging with the process, becoming part of the change, part of the conversation, right? And he embraced it. That, I'm sure, didn't make it easy. It just made it a little easier, You know, you feel me? Also, I think about the fact that, yes, he knew the trade was coming, but he didn't know exactly when. I mean, there was, of course, um, a trade deadline, but you're ultimately living in this space of, uh, could it be now? Could it be later? Could it be today? Could it be tomorrow? I mean, right? You're you're, you're at this this, um, kind of fluid space where you're waiting for facts. Um, So he had to remain flexible, which in my opinion says that he also had come to a place of peace with what was to come. I said peace, y'all. Y'all hear me? I'm all about that peace, honey. (laughs) Needless to say, even though I already said it, I was moved by the letter. And again, please go read it. People get knocked over in life um, at times because there isn't enough attention paid to connecting with yourself um, and listening to your life, right? There are signs everywhere that change is coming or needing to come. Now, it's up to us as to whether or not we choose to hear and see those signs for what they are, um, which again, enter broken record Janelle, is why stillness (laughs) is so important. Giving yourself the time and space to hear yourself think, to hear what your life is telling you, and to hear God's voice when he is speaking to you, comforting you, and guiding you, you know? Yeah. So that's it, y'all. We all know the saying, change is inevitable. But if we know this, Why do we fall short of being prepared when it shows up on the doorstep of our lives? The sweet spot of CJ's letter was the value that he placed on each and every experience that he had within the larger experience, right? And the love, lessons, growth, and connection that he had with people. We're talking 
respecting the journey, y'all. For those of you who listened to episode 30, Milestones and Viewpoints, that letter was him reaching a new milestone and pausing at that viewpoint to take in the roads traveled leading up to that moment and opening himself, his spirit and his heart, his mind to a new journey. Uncomfortable? Yeah, maybe. But what do they say about discomfort? Whoever they are. (laughs) That it forces us to grow and reach higher levels of ourselves and of life. I have no doubt that CJ is going to reach new heights within his life, his career, um, and as a man overall, right? And he will be pushed to that place because of this change. Y'all hear me? Because of this change. He walked in it and didn't run from it, fight it, or allow it to shrink him. I think he did the opposite. I believe his ability to stand in it grew him. And the fruits of that growth will continue to reveal itself as he gains comfort, confidence, and wisdom. Now, in full transparency, I had a turbulent fanship with CJ. (laughs) Yeah, I said fanship. (laughs) Or when he is in trouble, my daughter and I call him Christian James. But when he is in real, real trouble, we call him Cecil. (laughs) Just gave the man a name. (laughs) But despite the turbulence, I always appreciated two things. The way he taught and invested in his team real time on the court. I mean, grabbing the shoulders looking at people in their eyes, explaining, talking, educating them on the game. And the other is his friendship and loyalty uh, to Dame. Um, After his departure, after reading this letter, I have become a fan of his mindset, his perspective and disciplined mind. I am a fan of his vulnerability, and I am a fan of his fearless and courageous approach to change. I really want you all to think about how you manage change. Do you manage change well? If not, why do you think that is? How do you stay connected to what life is communicating or trying to communicate to you? Do you feel connected to your life's frequency? Do you fear newness? Are you someone who sits complacent Um, in familiarity rather than challenging yourself to champion what is unfamiliar? Um, These are some of the important questions uh, to know the answer to about yourself, right? In order to adjust your mindset around your approach to change and the possibilities of change. I'm talking glass half empty versus glass half full. I'm talking disruption of life versus opportunity for growth. I'm talking about that mountain is too high versus hand me my hiking boots. I'm talking about trusting that what God has put in front of you is for you. And it may not look the way you thought it should look or was going to look, but trusting in him and trusting in yourself to know that no matter how high the mountain, no matter how scary change can feel, God has already given you the tools to champion it. It's not about whether you can or can't. It's about whether you will or won't. I'm talking perspective, y'all. 
Shout out to CJ for demonstrating how to take inevitable change and using it to empower himself. Come through perspective. Learn about it, y'all. If you like this episode, be sure to subscribe so that you are notified when a new episode is posted. You can stay connected between podcasts by following us on Instagram at fear.not.the.journey. You can also join our page on Facebook at Fear Not The Journey, or you can subscribe to our website and blog by visiting www.fearnotthejourney.com. Thank you for joining us for this episode, and until next time, be well.